Salam peeps and welcome to the third episode of my podcast. Oh my goodness. It's working. I'm here. There are listeners. People have actually reached out and it is so heartwarming. Thank you so much for the support. And yes, here I am. I'm going to keep going. Today's topic is especially inspired by COVID and just all the changes that have happened around us and really focusing on brain health. You will know by now and going forward, I will talk a lot about brain health and how we can really take care of ourselves and our mental well-being. And I chose the title Life is Algebra, which sounds absolutely bizarre, but let me explain. I don't like maths. Never liked it until I found out that I had to do it to get into uni, especially for the kind of course that I went for um, and what I needed to do at college. So I then had to figure it out. And we all know the complexity of maths and the calculations. And once you get your your head around it, you tend to understand it. But you need to approach it strategically. And I feel that is the way we approach life, especially with the ups and downs we get in life and all the changes. If COVID isn't an example of how life can really be turned upside down, then we've probably had our fair share of difficulty up until this stage. So using algebra, it's about uncovering what we understand about ourselves and how we handle difficulties in life. And maybe I'll share a bit of insights about my life and I'll obviously rant a little bit and it is with a pinch of education so please bear with me. Now the key theme here and in my life I'm and I'm a great advocate of this I'm doing it right now even though I'm recording this podcast but I'm doing it right now and that is self-care. How we understand self-care, why do we have a problem with self-care Why do we think selfish is necessarily negative all the time when sometimes it is about putting your needs first and why it's okay to say no and all this links into how we guard our energy because it's okay to have time to ourselves and we don't need to fill it. I find that I've spoken to people where they can list the number of things they do in a day. And I know how it makes other people feel. You know, they'll question their productivity. They'll question whether they're wasting time. They'll question whether they should give up more of their time to do something else and fill, 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 fill it. And it's not always necessary. Especially if you have a difficult job. Especially if you're a mother. Especially if you're going through a difficult circumstance and you're supporting others. Or you need support yourself. Guard your energy. It's alright to have that space and just stare into the sunset or the sky. Well, the miserable skies. It's been very sunny in England this period. But it's okay to just have nothing to think about. I mean, sometimes I will sit on the bed and I've probably gone upstairs to actually tidy up or do something or I've felt I've had a long day, but there's still this chore and this chore, but I just feel so tired and I get upstairs and I just sit on that bed for 15 minutes. I kid you not. It feels like seconds and I think of nothing. I can hear my little baby in her cot breathing, but I am just thinking of nothing. 
And I've learned about myself that I do this quite a bit, especially if I feel like I have so many things in my brain. My to-do list is just overflowing. I have things to do. My body is tired. I've had a hard day running after kids, being at work. And then I feel this guilt that I'm actually sitting around doing nothing. And we've all been there. We've all grown up. I mean, probably not all of us, but I know especially... um, in my culture, just being in school, you're sitting around doing nothing is not good. You get told that. Like, you're just sitting around doing nothing. You're sitting around faffing. What are you doing? Be more productive. Oh, so you're sitting down, but your dishes need doing. Get up and do them. Oh, you're sitting down and this needs fulfilling. But sometimes that is so important just to re-energise. Is that a word? Please don't Google it. It's really important to just breathe Honestly, it's as simple as that. And that's the art of practicing mindfulness. Breathe. Remember, we're talking about life being algebra. There's a lot of calculations that happen in the day, in the month, in the weeks. It's okay to just not think of anything and bring back your energy levels and just focus. So mindless chores, if you look at it differently and you're not in the middle of having to do something really important and you're procrastinating, which at times actually kind of brings up your energy levels because it takes your brain away from something that's maybe causing you a bit of anxiety, maybe it's stressing you out a little, but it's giving you a chance to invigorate yourself. Like just your brain just needs to breathe. And I find sometimes doing something that doesn't take much thought or reflection I call a mindless chore maybe. My mindless chore would be painting my nails. Just the ability to kind of watch the colours and watch it dry and build up the layers. You can see where this is going. My husband comes home and he's just choked up with the smell of nail polish. But for me, I could be falling asleep and if I've had a hectic day or I'm stressing, I kid you not, I will take off that nail polish even if it's 24 hours old and I'll start again. And that, for me, just gives me the space to breathe and almost detox my brain. We talk a lot about how we take care of our bodies. We talk a lot about how important it is to move, which is important, of course. What we eat, what we do with ourselves physically, but also your brain. Your brain becomes cluttered in the day, in the weeks with chores, upcoming events, Stressful deadlines with work, uni, college, kids. You know, there's, I mean, my 18-month-old, I've got this application that tells me what's going through her brain and all the development. And I'll tell you one thing. I am always stressing about what is going on in the next leap. What are you going to be doing? Are you going to be hitting me? Now you're chucking toys out of the pram. And then she's dragging her teeth across the cot. So we've got teeth marks. It's all part of the phase, but it all builds up to the stress of the day, especially when you've got more than one thing going. So it's important if we can get into a habit, really, of trying to declutter our brains from thoughts and not adding to those thoughts. So another point for me that I think is very important when it comes to self-care and other people might consider as selfish is 
how we reach out to others before we reach out to ourselves. So sometimes we go through periods where we feel, I'm doing great. I've got my crap together. I'm, I'm doing good. I, I, I have this every now and then where I'm like, I'm acing life. I'm acing motherhood. This is a piece of cake. It lasts about hours. And then I'm like, oh my goodness, like this is tough and it just gets tougher. But in that meantime, I feel I have that capacity to be there for others and beyond. I have that capacity to lend a listening ear. I have that capacity to take on grief and issues and problem solve because I myself am not that exhausted. So I feel like I'm at capacity to do that. And I keep using the word capacity because the intention is we like to help others and be there for others. But really, how much mental strength or capacity do we have to give when we are in a position where we we need to unwind, we have stress to get through. And you'll always find people reaching out to others when indeed maybe they need help themselves. I've been there because there is this gratitude and dopamine surge from helping others, from feeling that you're being kind to another person and that they appreciate it and that you're feeling at least I'm able to resolve someone else's trouble or misery. But sometimes you really have to think about yourself and where you're at at that point. So when I'm stressed or if I'm ha- if I know my month is hectic and even if it's not, but I've had a busy day, I don't answer calls. Anyone who knows me, if you're going to listen to this, you'll be like, oh, that's why, Kath, I have to leave you miss calls before I find out where on earth you are. But that's part of self-care. Because although I love talking to my friends and I appreciate their time, and this is not just friends, this is friends and family, you appreciate their time. A, sometimes you don't feel in the right frame of mind to offer advice and you are struggling with your day and with your feelings. B, Sometimes you're having such a jolly conversation and then a topic dampens your mood. You know, a topic is brought up and it dampens your mood and you go to bed feeling like crap because you've heard something that you didn't know about or it's brought up a memory that you didn't really want to think about and you've noticed that three hours have gone of you chatting on the phone and it hasn't served your soul. Remember, it's not selfish, it's self-care and It's okay not to call back. It's okay to send a text and say, you know, I'm going to be selfish with my time and I just need to rewind. Oh, don't text. Some people are not comfortable having those conversations and I get it. If you look at my uh, missed call list, it, it looks like a danger zone. It's like red, 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 red. I feel like I'm in school and I've had red writing in my house point book. If anyone knows the reference, they will understand what that is. And again, that is part of guarding our energy, that it's fine for you not to have that conversation and spend your evening to yourself, even if that's half an hour. Because I know for some people, they have hectic days and they might end up just having that half an hour to themselves or an hour to themselves. But then I know that there's always that guilt, like, ah, I needed to ring this person back. They've asked me to ring them and I want to ring them because I know they needed something or they wanted to catch up. I'm so tired, but I'm going to ring anyway or I'm going to answer that call, even though I know I actually wanted to do this one thing for myself and then go to bed. 
I feel it's so important. Again, I'm going to keep repeating this. Guard your energy because life is algebra. You might be chilling today, but tomorrow there's all sorts of issues in your day. And it's great to be able to enter that day, be in a mindset where you can offer support. You can tackle the difficulties in your day without feeling like you've overexerted yourself. And where I really discovered this and really appreciated this is during lockdown. So in the beginning of lockdown, I'll put my hands up and say that I completely crumbled in the beginning. I was three months postpartum. I had a crying little baby at that point and I was so terrified that she was going to become colic because my first child was colic and I was absolutely terrified but at that point although she was very restless in the first three months I had my friends that I would see I was back and forth in between two cities I had the support of my family and then everyone had to be locked up I'm not going to sing the Akon song but you get where I'm going with this so three months postpartum you're not able to see anyone. Seeing people on FaceTime only would make me very emotional, so I would avoid it altogether. And that's when I realised that I had to think about my feelings, process my feelings. I had the space to reflect on the good emotions, on the bad emotions, and really look at my life. I was almost forced, 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 that's it. Remember guys, we're not editing this whole podcast. This is all about no filter. So it's as organic as possible. I was forced to deal with my life and my emotions. And through that, there was the blessing of no noise. And I never realized that that would be a blessing that I didn't talk to anyone or see anyone for a bit that I actually had time to myself and I managed to declutter my mind. I would say my mind and my soul. Because sometimes when we switch off the background noise, we can really take the time to assess how we feel without the pressure and interjections of anyone around us, whether that's a person, a culture, an expectation, but really, when you have that capacity to just switch off and think about what you want, what you don't want, what negative negativity has been around you, has that served you? How does it make you feel? And that was the biggest part of understanding self-care, that I do not have to please anyone. I don't have to see someone weekly, ring them fortnightly, twice a week, three times a week. I should set the expectations for myself, what serves me, especially if I'm in a position where I need to guard my energy. I need to focus on what's important to me. I'm going through something difficult. The last thing you want is the pressure of anything outside that space to kind of impact your stress levels and add to that angst. So it is very important to not always have to fill your day and your space and your time and knock down that guilt. Because I know, and I know from people around me who are very selective with their time, where they spend their time, who they spend their time with, saying no to certain things because they've structured their week for a particular purpose or way that serves their family or themselves or their careers. 
And at times people are deemed as selfish. When reeling, we are, we are at risk of burnout when we don't listen to the cues in our body. We don't listen to the cues in our days and in our behaviours to see there's a lot going on. How are we going to manage our stress levels? And it's about putting all these things in place beforehand. So how we guard our energy by what we do when we are stressed, how we take time to break away from what's going on in the world around us. Break away. So it's okay. Switch off from the world. People are going to hate me after this podcast. And it really isn't personal. Isn't personal. But when I'm feeling like crap or I'm feeling like it's been hectic and I just, my ears are ringing, my daughters have been screeching, I've listened to Barbara Black Sheep 30 times in, in, in a space of 10 minutes. Can I say 10 minutes? I don't know how long it is, but God, it feels like it's been going forever. I need that. And I think most of us should learn to do that. To disengage, put yourself first. And for people around us to also appreciate that that's also important. And that doesn't mean people don't care. People don't have time for you. But that people sometimes need that space and it's okay. We can support one another to do that. So again, I'm going to leave you with that note. We are not advocating drop everyone like their heart. No, I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is guard your energy, peeps. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I know it's been a bit of a lengthy one, but I'm very passionate about the points I made. I think for me especially, it just helps me be a more patient and compassionate person when I've taken care of myself. I'm just a better human being generally. So thank you again. And I look forward to posting another podcast. Show some love on Instagram on no underscore filter. And thank you. I am at the McDonald's car park and that's where my most creativity kind of emerges and that is where of course I get my self-care. Take care. Salam peeps. So thank you for listening to my podcast. I know it's been a bit of a lengthy one, but I really wanted to explain my points and elaborate because it is something that I truly believe in. And I am not saying that we can't care for other people and show kindness because that's the greatest thing that we can offer. And there is nothing more beautiful than a kind heart, a kind soul and doing kind things for people. But we always can do that by making sure that we're also kind to ourselves. So hopefully I will 